Hey, welcome to Sheath of Thoughts. It's me, your host Shaquille, and I'm gonna read you something I wrote. I titled it The Holy Infinity. There was a man who told me there were many gods, and a woman who said there was one god. Yet it was the gods who told me they are one yet three, or three yet one. They said, let us make men in our image. How can they refer to themselves as God and not gods? I can understand the concept of one, and I can perceive the idea of many, but the merging of one and many is beyond me. The origin of the universe belongs to one individual, and that individual comes in three, the Alpha Lord, Beta Monarch, and Gamma King. To call this god a team would be an unfit description, since there are three, or rather since these three share the same nature with each other. Even a team of like-minded people have differences. The heavens and the earth told me there is a god. Divine revelation told me god is one yet three. Relationship with god tells me it may be a bit more complicated than that. God says of himself that he is the creator or the progenitor of the visible and invisible worlds, the father of all matter and life. God is the man from Nazareth, the man of crimson stained in the blood that redeems evil men from damnation. A celestial being, he is the holy ghost of fire. God is that woman that pleads to humanity on behalf of wisdom, and she is a foe to injustice. She is the destroyer of foolishness, she laughs at those who reject her teachings. Her hands hold honor and give riches. Many years of life are added to her disciples. Obey her and you'll sleep peacefully. Your mind will be free from the fear of danger. She is a sister to those who relate to her, a mother to those who call on her, a wife to those who embrace her, and a goddess to them who are faithful to the truth. She is wisdom personified. This same wisdom was with God, and wisdom was God. She was with God in the beginning, and she aided him in the creation of the heavens and the earth. It is said of God that he is the way, truth, and life. God is every good path. He is the knowledge that enters the mind. God is the moments that seem like a coincidence. God is the beginning of a human life, and the end of life. God is every action of love. God is any wise decision. He is in the clouds that shower us with water to drink. His care is in the food we eat. God is our ability to breathe and to bleed. He is our legs and our arms and our eyes. It is God when we stand. It is God when we leap. It is God when we stretch, when we reach, when we grab. And when we seize, it is God. It is God when we see. It is God when we aim. When we lock on and pinpoint our target, it is God. God has no beginning nor an end to his thoughts. His intelligence is responsible for the mechanics of nature. There is no space that he does not occupy, no limit to his authority, and no boundary to his energy. I suppose that man who told me that there were many gods, and the woman who told me there was only one god were both right in a way. Yes, God is one, yet many, and many, yet one. It would probably be difficult for the religious or strictly traditional-minded to not see this as a compromise to theology. 
I believe that even with all that we know of God, that we are still merely scratching the surface, that though we are made in his image, God is still a being that surpasses us in every way conceivable, a being whose very nature and physics differ from our own greatly, a being so unlike anything we have ever seen that the term God does a poor job of describing anything about him. Even when this being speaks to us, he has to stoop down to our level in order for us to understand him. Think about it. We are talking about a being that didn't just create the way humans interact with each other, but he also created the way every creature on earth interacts with one another. It makes me wonder if before the creation of the universe, was there once a time that spoken language wasn't even a necessity for God? Perhaps in the book of Genesis, the phrase, let there be, is not God actually speaking, but rather just a literary description of God's power, will, and actions. However, this is more than likely not the case, because there are many examples in the Bible of God speaking and things happening soon after, such as Jesus calming a storm with his words. Nevertheless, this divine being known as the Almighty is the ultimate life form. And this will be the culmination to discussion.